welcome to Victorious Living Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Nakia Young, and we are back for part two. Part two, if you tuned in to our last episode, you saw the interview that I did with my amazing hubby, Mr. Rodney Young Jr., called Strong Men Love Strong Women. And if you did not catch that episode, I highly recommend you rewind that back and check it out. It was lit. It, it was, was lit. lit. It was lit. We had some some good conversation. And in that episode, something was brought up that I wanted to flesh out a little bit more. And so today's episode is going to be called Hedges. Hedges. How to Satan-proof your marriage. Oh, we're not talking about bushes? No. Okay. Hedges. Hedges. <laughs> say, ain't that Hedges. time of year yet? I mean, it's getting Hedges. there. Hedges. Okay. <laughs> So let's talk about this because the reason we got on this subject was last in our last interview, you were talking about an area that you submit to me in is whatever my insight is on women because he just trusts my judgment in that area. I have very strong discernment. I have never been wrong about that topic. Um, and so she hasn't been wrong about men, but I mean, she definitely <laughs> hasn't been wrong about women. Yeah. So I, it got me to thinking about just how a lot of relationships that we've seen just with people we know um, and with celebrities as of late, a lot of relationships have been crashing and burning. I don't know what it is, but I've been seeing a lot of high profile and just regular people um, having breakups. And so I wanted to bring my hubby back. So we can talk about this topic of hedges, how to Satan-proof your marriage and your relationships. And he read a book some years ago. Um, wasn't that the exact title? Or I know it was called um, Hedges. I think Affair-proofing. Affair-proofing your relationship. Might have been, been Affair-proofing. Yeah, so tell yeah. us about that book. So yeah, the book is called Hedges, and it's written by Jerry Jenkins. He's mm-hmm. the guy who wrote Left Behind. So yes, it's kind of funny because he's... Super duper known about that, but this was kind of the book that no one really paid attention to. And I'm like, yo, this book is super important. But it, important. it basically talks about protecting your marriage. And, you know, it talks a lot about protecting your marriage against adultery. Obviously, that's that's a big thing. Um, but just protecting your marriage in general as well. Absolutely. So let's get into it. First of all, let's just open up the discussion by talking about the reason that marriages are under such attack, such relentless attack, and why do you think that is? Well, first off, I mean, I don't think everybody has that opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people are just married and it's just like, you know, it's just, we're just married and no one's out to get us. I mean, Skipping we're just married. Tubes, just... But I think that's something to, to really note that marriages are under attack and me and my wife and we're, we're Christians, okay? So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your faith background is, we respect that. We're Christians, and Christians believe that marriage is an institution that was created by God, mm-hmm. um, and that the because of that institution, there is an enemy to that yeah. institution called Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, he's he's what was tw- was trending on Twitter today or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> so, that <was> uh, <laughs> you just told me about was, that. Yeah, he was the number one trending um, topic on Twitter because of a music video that yeah, was released yeah. that was nuts. But, yeah. yeah, but anywho, so Satan 
is pretty much against all things God, you know, and all things godly. And so we believe that marriage, since it's one of those really godly institutions, yeah. that Satan always opposes it and he's always after. So I think that even having an awareness that, yo, my, 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 uh, my marriage is probably under attack. You're, pro you're right. It's yeah. under attack. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think that that's something that we need to at least establish. Yeah. So Because if you think that it's under attack, then you're going to do something to protect it. Mm -hmm. Like, if I, if I think that somebody's trying to come after me or come after my wife or come after my household, I'm going to protect it. I'm going to be proactive about that. And I think that that's a lot why we talk about this, right? Absolutely. Behind what we do. Because we, we're aware that there's something out there that's trying to break us up. Mm -hmm. Like we're not just existing, something's against our marriage. Yeah, and that's just for Christians, period. Anytime that you are trying to do anything for the kingdom of God, like just probably before you got saved, you probably didn't experience as much opposition, maybe some here or there. But as soon as you decided to dedicate your life to Christ and live for God for real, for real, you probably have experienced a moment where all hell broke loose in your life and you were just like <laughs> what did I sign up for <laughs> like what in the world is going on here and if you haven't just keep living honey and and come back to this episode when it happens it's not even if but right. when <laughs> but just know that greater is he that is in you than slew foot that is in the world <laughs> so got that out of the way so let's get into this what are some of the common things that Satan attacks marriages with? Well, one we just talked about was adultery. But mm -hmm. I think that the idea behind adultery is it's more involved than just the act, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, people think, oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm faithful to my husband. I'm faithful to my wife. But there are so many things that lead up to that point of adultery that people need to, and, and, you know, we practice this, that you, you build a hedge, you know, mm -hmm. um, that makes adultery so far out, you know, that it's nowhere near your marriage. And, you know, I say all this, by the way, to say that God has really blessed us. I mean, we're, yeah. we, we've been, the only reason that we're still faithful to each other is because God has graced us to do that. And mm -hmm. that grace is available to anybody who wants it, you know? So Absolutely. Um, it's not because we're just such good people and we're just perfect or anything. Like God has literally given us the ability to be able to, to keep these hedges or these boundaries. So mm -hmm. uh, adultery is one reason. Um, I think another reason that marriages break up to is uh, they're just not being invested into. So, mm. you know, yeah. you, you, you just kind of go along and you don't get, you don't you get comfortable. You, you get comfortable. You don't yeah. refuel. You don't, you know, take your spouse out for a date, you know, in years, <laughs> you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's what yeah, happens with kids. Yeah, kids, kids come, you know, we're experiencing that right now, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, just all kinds of other things, other factors, family members, um, mm. other, other, you know, opposing forces, you yeah. know what I mean? So there, there are a lot of reasons why marriage is breaking up. Yeah. Uh, and another one is just strife and division. Yeah. So anytime you have two people, two different personalities and life experiences and all of that coming together under one roof, the opportunity for friction is going to be there. And, you know, to be married, you have to be a very mature, selfless, 
individual, if you are operating in the spirit of pride or um, anything to that nature, you're going to have a rough go of it in marriage because you literally have someone else to consider. Everything is not all about you. You can't operate as if your actions don't have a direct impact on somebody else. So like an example would be if I just decided I wanted to hang out with my girlfriends for a weekend. And so I just left to go hang out with my girlfriends for a weekend. And I didn't say anything um, about where I was going. And my husband was just like, what? She should have been back by now. Well, I was out with my friends. I'm doing me. I can shoot. I can go out and have time with my friends if I want to. I spent the night at my friend's house. That would be completely inconsiderate and ridiculous, right? Now, if I wanted to do that same thing, you know, I would be like, hey, babe, you know, I was thinking, you know, my girls, we want to have like a little slumber party girls weekend. Just like we need some time to just have girl time and he probably would be just like go, really go, happy about that. Go. I'll I'll take You the should kids. do that by the way. I should. I should. <laughs> Dang. I mean that was an example, but now I'm like, hmm. You should. <laughs> you should. But you see how that works like communication. And when you get into pride and rebellion and I'm just going to do me and I don't, if you think like that, then don't even get married until you root that out of your heart because you're going to be a headache to whoever you married. I was watching, um, well, I couldn't watch the actual show because we don't have that channel, but I was watching a clip from a reality show, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. Just because Mama Love was on there. Shout, Shout out, out to Love McPherson. Love McPherson. Love McPherson. Man. Life coach, relationship expert extraordinaire. We got to get her on this podcast. Yes. Today. This is the last episode of season one. But for season two, we got to see if we can oh, get Mama yes. Love on here. But anywho, she was counseling uh, Drew Sedora and her husband, mm -hmm. Ralph Pittman Jr. And Ralph, y'all, I mean, y'all probably heard about this, but Ralph went away. They got into a disagreement or something, babe. And he left the state. Now, they live in Atlanta, but he left for three days. He did not tell his wife where he was going. And he went away to, like, Florida. Wow. For three days. They got kids, small kids at home. And I think for the rest of the season, like, he never told her where he went, like, what he was doing for them three days. Or, like, he, she was just like, where did you go? I went to Florida. What is <laughs> what is in Florida? Like what you know? Yeah. I just needed some air. I just needed to get away. Sure. <laughs> what do you think about that? Just 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 that. Let's just talk about that for a second. Like what would you do if I just like got mad? We I'm like, one time okay, this is like in a moment trans of transparency. One time we really did get into an argument, y'all, and I really did grab my keys and leave the house. I did not leave the state. I did not leave the state, um, but I was just really upset. I was tripping. I was postpartum and hormonal and just tripping, but I didn't stay gone for three days. I left for a couple of hours. Um, I went to a girlfriend's house that, you know, talked me off the ledge and came back after I had calmed down 
and was able to communicate with my husband like a normal person. But what would you have done if, like, I ain't come back for like three days? <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know what's wrong with her. I probably, I probably put a search out for you. Oh uh, yeah, like that's. I would, I would call your dad because. He's he's got he got them yeah. connections. Yeah, my dad's retired. My dad's <laughs> retired law enforcement. I'm like, uh, we need to send out. Yeah, trust me, you would have been back. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you would have been back. So that's a laughable example, but you know, it's funny because it's just so ridiculous. Like we common sense says you can't do stuff like that, but common sense is not common, which is why we're having this discussion because. People, whether they're just going through whatever stuff they're going through individually or they're listening, and nine times out of ten, this is exactly it. They're listening to people who aren't even married, giving them advice. Well, you need to just, well, you need to just do this, and I wouldn't take that. See, if I was you, I would do this, 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 this. And then you listen to those people long enough, friends, family members, whatever, putting their two cents in. You're going to be in divorce court soon. Like, so, yeah. What's another thing? So, strife and division. Any way the devil can insert that into your relationship, just know he's going to try to do that. <clears throat> what else? He said affairs. He said strife and division. Oh, money matters. Money yeah. matters. Oh, yeah. yeah. Money matters. Baby. How can people put a hedge in their marriage when it comes to money? And first of all, before we get into this, I want everyone to make sure I want to make sure everyone understands what a hedge is. How did the book define a hedge? I don't remember how it exactly defined it, but it's basically a, a safety perimeter, so to speak. You know, so like the same reason you would have a fence around your yard. Right, it's something to protect. You know, and, yeah. and it's something to protect Protective and to kind of fence in um, something that's valuable to you. Yeah. So, like, you have a fence around your yard because you want to set boundaries. I know I do. I love boundaries. Boundaries are my friend. Like, I don't care how beautiful a house is. And we like to look, you know, at houses and stuff when we're driving around our neighborhood. Whenever I see a yard that doesn't have a fence around it, <laughs> it like irks me. Like, well, I'm just like, what? Our kids are too wild. Dude. Our kids would I, be mm. <laughs> down to the railroad track somewhere. Like, they need oh a my fence. God, they, they need, need a, a fence. fence. <laughs> like, you know, we live out in the country, y'all. We live in the country. And it's like deer and coyotes and crap out here. Like, if you don't have a fence around your yard, your puppy dog gonna get ate by a coyote out here in these country sticks. It's all kinds of reasons. So those are practical examples of why you have a fence around your yard. And so we need to build hedges or fences around our marriage. Yeah. So how, what do you think, babe, about how people can do that with financial? Because money matters are a huge reason a lot of marriages end up in divorce court. Be in agreement on how you're gonna spend your money. I mean, just... Mm -hmm. just Flat out, um, there is no, I'm going to just go get this thing. You know, mm -hmm. like there should be an agreement on how you're going to spend the money. Now, now th there's so many different ways you can do it. A billion and um, ways. However you do it is up to you. I mean, for us, we keep a budget. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, most of the time, I'll be honest, you know, sometimes we miss this. But mm -hmm. most of the time, we review it on a monthly basis and yeah. just... I'm the geek. I'm the nerd. Okay, so I'm the one. He that, has that, spreadsheets, y'all. He has it all laid I out. I got the spreadsheets and all that, but 
just be in agreement. Like, okay, this is what's coming in this month. This is what we're going to spend. Mm -hmm. And the person who is the best with the money should be the person who handles it. In our relationship, that is him. Um, he loves spreadsheeting and, and budgeting and I trust his leadership on that. And, you know, the parameters are set. We divvy up the money uh, to a nice envelope system. Shout out to David Ramsey. Yep. Dave, Dave Ramsey, Ramsey, Dave Ramsey, financial king, financial guru. Follow him and get his total money makeover book if you don't already have it. But so I trust his leadership on that. But in some marriages, the woman is actually yeah, whoever's good at it, really good at managing the money. And the husband yeah. may be the person that tends to overspend or whatever. So you work that out in your relationship. But whoever is the best at it, you know, should handle those matters. But while they're handling it, just make sure they're communicating with the other spouse. Yeah, everybody so has everybody, a say. Yeah. yeah, everybody has a say. Everybody knows what's what. And so we do that. We have like our monthly money meetings or, you know, whatever. But yeah, I don't even like looking at bills. I don't like when they come, I take them right downstairs and put them on his desk. And, oh, babe, you got some mail. I, I don't want to see it. I trust you. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, just make sure whoever is best at handling money handles that. So let's talk about some of the hedges that we've used. We've been married. We just celebrated 12 years. Yay. Yay. Whoop, whoop. And we've been together for 15 years. So let's talk about some of the hedges we've used um, in our marriage affairs. Yeah. So, okay. Um, one of the things that this is super old school. I already know there's going to be some chuckles at this right here. But one of the things that I do personally as a guy is... I don't travel alone with women. Hmm. Um, and that is, there was uh, some controversy about this a few years ago uh, when uh, Vice, for, former Vice President Mike Pence, uh, it was revealed that that was like a personal rule of his. And so mm -hmm. that was popular prior to him because of Billy Graham. Yeah, um, they call so it the Billy Graham rule. Yeah, exactly. You know, so this whole idea, and it's super old school, but look, you know. <laughs> One way to stop something from happening is to make it kind of hard or impossible to happen. Okay. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so that's been one of the things that's kept me in a place where my relationships, I have a lot of professional relationships with women. I work with a lot of women. Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of women clients, you know, um, we don't be rolling around together in the car by, by ourselves or, mm -hmm. or I don't meet alone with them at their home or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. I just don't want to put a situation in place where something could happen. Yes. Or just the appearance or, that or even, something yeah. is. Even like the Bible says to just shun the very appearance of evil. Yeah. And so it could be completely innocent, nothing going on, but just to have a hedge there so it doesn't even look like something. Yeah, yeah. Just just put it completely out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Now, once again, there's people who disagree with that. I respect that. But that's what I'm doing. We still married. <laughs> um, it works. Okay. It works okay. for us. Um, but I think the bigger thing though, beyond just the physical boundaries are the emotional boundaries. Yes. And that's, I think that that's, yeah, that's I think huge. that's the bigger that's thing. Huge. You don't really hear people talk about that a lot, but I'm really, I'm really straightforward in terms of, I don't give my heart away to other women. Like I don't mm -hmm. start confiding in women, you know, about all the stuff that I'm going through. And once again, this is not like, you know, there's already here, already here, the, the, mm -hmm. the, the opposing, oh, you know, but what, so, so, so what, you can't have close women friends and you can't, 
Yeah, as long as they're friends with my wife. Yeah. If I have a friend, a close guy friend, that person should be a friend of my husband's too. If he's got a close female friend, she should be a friend to me too. And not not someone who's tolerating her. Yeah. Not Talk someone about who, that a little bit more. Not someone who's tolerating yeah. her just because, well, you know, I got to... And you can tell that, you, you know, you, you need to, you it's know, a lot of times guys, we don't, we don't get that stuff because a lot of that stuff is really all those relational dynamics. Women tend to pick up on more naturally, but mm -hmm. you can learn to discern that stuff. And you have to look at your relationships with women and say, is this woman putting up with my wife? Like, is she really for her or is she just like, well, he's married. So I got to like, I got to say hi to her too, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And you can tell that, you know, because are they really concerned about her? Do they ever really ask about her? You know, are, are they really, you know, are they trying to, even if they're not like on the phone with them all the time, they don't have to be their bestie. But once again, are they a friend to, to your wife? You know, and if they're not, then that's a big red flag. Yeah. Do they treat your spouse with honor? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty simple. Absolutely. Uh, what else? What else? What else? But Is yeah, good? when with the, with the emotions, it's, it's like this. I wouldn't confide in a woman and tell her anything I haven't told my wife. Hmm. So I'm not going to go to another woman and start opening up about all my struggles or whatever I'm going through. Um, you know, definitely nothing that I have not talked to my wife about because hmm. then that starts to make an emotional bond. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, then yeah. all of a sudden, oh, they, they, you know, you start feeling close. And for me, I think that's a red flag. Now, once again, it's not that you can't communicate on a soul level to another woman. I got awesome female friends, man, my sisters, man, you know what I mean, who I can confide in to an extent, but it's never to an extent that's exclusive. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm never, that's important. That's I'm never key. being exclusive to another woman um, besides my wife. Like, so mm -hmm. they don't get like exclusive information unless we like planning a party for her or something. But, you know, <laughs> but beyond that, you know, I, she has all my secrets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And vice versa. Another thing, and then with the, the rides thing, I practice that too. Like if we had a mutual guy friend or whatever that needed a ride somewhere, I would call my husband and be like, hey, um, such and such needs a ride. Is it okay if I give them a ride to the train or, or whatever? And if he's like, okay, cool, go ahead, then I'll do it. But I've already talked to him about it. We've already agreed on it. Yeah, and that. I know about it. So if somebody so, come to me and say, oh, I saw I yep. saw Nakia in the right. car. <laughs> she was riding down the street with some dude. He's like, yeah, I know. Right, right. She already told me about it. We already discussed it. And we've done that. Like, with, if my husband has to have... I think one time when you were working downtown, he I had, had to, to meet have someone. a yeah. meeting. A lunch meeting. And he yeah. called me. He said, hey, I need to have a lunch meeting with a coworker. We were just going to meet at Starbucks. You know, it's a public place. The other person didn't show up. Right. Yeah. So it was supposed to be three of them, but one person couldn't make it. And it was just going to be him and another female colleague. And he said, do you mind? And I'm like, no, that's fine. But we already talked about that. So then nobody, somebody would have been like, Nakia, girl. I hate to tell you this, but I was downtown <laughs> and I looked through the window at Starbucks and I saw your husband with another woman. Like, okay. Yeah. But let me But if let he would have done that and not said anything to me, yeah. then that 
creates the opportunity for strife because it's just like, who you was with who and why? And yeah, why but, didn't you say anything? But let me throw this in here. There was one time when I called and she said, no, I don't think you should do that. When? How dare you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. I, remember. But, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I, had a, I had a meeting scheduled with somebody. I probably had a good reason. I had a, I had a meeting scheduled with somebody. And this time she was just like, you know, no, I don't think you should do that. And I didn't even, I didn't even fight it. I said, okay, we'll just reschedule. I don't remember that, but yeah, I do I'm remember sure that. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. I'm sure <laughs> if I did, I probably had a really good reason. And here's for the it. thing, whether I understood or not, I really did trust her discernment in the situation, you know, and, and that's, that's the thing that you were talking about earlier is yeah. really trusting and you trust in my discernment. You know, yeah. I know men better than you'll ever know men. Yes. <laughs> so, <He does. laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a dude, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, so there's just certain things that I know and certain things that also um, as, you know, leading in our in our relationship that God may put in my heart. And it's like, you know what? No, no, no. That that person right there, you know, they, they may not have the best intention. Mm -hmm. And so you just have to trust your spouse, even if it doesn't. So my thing is, even if, say, you were wrong. Even okay? if it seems ridiculous. So, to no, me, no. Like, let's, let's say you were actually wrong. Like yeah. you said, you know, I don't think you should meet with this. What am I going to lose? Hmm. Really? That's true. Well, I, I would rather, I don't even care if she's wrong at this point. Like, <laughs> like I will listen to her when it comes to other women, regardless. Because God will honor that in my heart. He'll honor the fact that I honored my marriage by giving her that preference, you hmm. know, and by trusting her. And even if she miscalculated, you know, there wasn't nothing wrong with her or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I'm telling you, I, that's, that is, <laughs> that never has happened. Okay. That has it never hasn't. happened. She's never been wrong when it comes to uh, an assessment like that. Yeah. I mean, and vice versa. So basically what happens if you decide to, my spouse tripping like, it ain't no big deal. I'm going to just go on and do it anyway. Just know that you've, by doing that, you've removed the hedge and you've opened the door for Satan to slide on into your marriage. Um, it's the little foxes that spoil yeah, the lion. Yeah. I'm just saying. The little foxes. You got to yeah. watch out for those. Oh, let me, let's talk about a big thing. This is a big thing that didn't exist when we were coming up. We're dating ourselves now. Um, by saying this, but we were actually around when social media did not exist. Yes. And while social media has been a huge blessing in a lot of ways, it has also complicated things in a lot of ways. A lot of people are breaking up and getting divorced because of social media. So let's talk about some hedges that we can put up in our social media. Well, my husband, my husband, <laughs> he's laughing because he got up every hedge in the world because he just ain't even on social media no I'm more. I'm on LinkedIn. That's about so it. So he's on That's it. Can't nobody slide in his DMs if they ain't there. This man done deleted his Instagram page. He deleted his Facebook page. He deleted his Twitter. Rodney ain't on nothing but kingdom business. That's so I don't know. <laughs> it had nothing to do with an affair or anything it like that. He it, just it wasn't, like he's an introvert. My husband is an introvert, so he it, just... it actually wasn't even just intro I mean, that's part of it. But mm -hmm. the the big reason was focus in business. Mm -hmm. Um and I just saw the immediate bottom line uh increase when I stepped away and I'm like, there's something to this. How about I ditch it all together? It's not really doing much for me. 
The people I, I know and love, we talk anyway. <laughs> but if you're on social media, then yeah, like, man, I, I would say, man, just, just be careful who you're talking to. Like, don't do the DMs. Just don't do them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially if you got a history. And so, um, yeah. So here's some of the common things that tank relationships because of social media. Things that I've personally seen. And when I see this stuff, I'm just like, mm. okay, for one, don't be on there acting single. I This <laughs> irritates my soul to the uttermost oh, when I see man. married people or even people that are supposed to be in serious relationships on social media acting single. And when I say acting single, I mean posting thirst trap pictures, you know, uh, women posting stuff. And their husband, maybe their husband don't care if they dress like that. Maybe they don't care. But you are guys posting pictures with muscle shirts on or they bare chest out or whatever. It's just like... You acting single right now because who are you trying to woo? Who are you trying to... What is this about? Or like, just portraying a life yeah. where there's like, you never see the wife. Yeah. Like, like how you got a whole wife and you don't never post like about her. you're always posting about yourself. Or never talk your about career, her. And you're doing like, this and that. And if somebody like, got to like dig into your bio <laughs> to find you're married. married, but they didn't know that until they looked at your bio because you're carrying yourself as if you're single. That's yeah. a problem. That's highly problematic. Hey, that's another thing too. Like that's another hedge. I don't act single around women. I just mm -hmm. don't do that. Like, I I act in a way that's, once again, it's not me. I want you to get this idea that I'm going around like, ooh, women. No. no. <laughs> He's no. not scared of women. I got, I told you, I got like some awesome, awesome sisters. You know what I'm saying? That that And, and all the people who work in my company, except for one of them is a woman right now. So I work with a lot of women. I have great professional and personal relationships with women. Um, but I don't act in a way that lets the woman know, you know, if you wanted to. You could have a chance. You could have a chance. Yeah. You know, that could be a little simple stuff like body language, you know, mm -hmm. always kind of coming near her or, you know what I mean? Kind of, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. all this or whatever it may be. Or uh, jesting and playfulness that is just like, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. flirtatious, basically. That's flirtatious. Yeah. Um, I just look at, at as women as sisters uh, mm -hmm. and, and mothers and just treat them like that. So absolutely treating your like I treat my brothers, you know, my guy friends like brothers in Bros. Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do I see on social media? <laughs> so sliding in DMs. Um, thirst trap pictures. Thirst trap. <laughs> thirst trap pictures. Not carrying yourself as if you're someone who's in a relationship. Liking too many pictures of the opposite sex. Like, just... There's nothing wrong with liking a picture, you know? Like, we, we scroll through our feed and we see something a friend posted and we like it. But if you always... <laughs> like, 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 like... There's some people that like stuff, like... Every time you you keep finding yourself gravitating toward a certain person, 
And to the point where the algorithm just shows you that person al all the yeah. time. Like, yeah. It's like, you thirsty. You're like, hmm, <laughs> there could be something to that. And I need to put a hedge there and not do that because it could lead to some problems. So these are things that we didn't have to think about when we were young because we didn't have social media like it. By the time social media came out and started popping, we were in college. And yeah. I really feel bad for this new generation that's coming up behind us where all they know is social media. Um, because we didn't have it for a while, we can reflect back to that time and be like, you know what? I know how to act without social media. Like I have, it's like, you got to ask yourself, do I have social media? Or does social media have me? Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. We can talk about that. <laughs> right. We can right. talk about that in season two. And here's another one. Family members. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> the famous, the, fam the famous in-law thing outlaws. that happens, in-law, outlaw thing. Yeah. So a very key principle to me is this. Uh, in, a, in a marriage relationship, the marriage relationship takes higher, the highest priority over all of the relationships in my life. Mm. So that includes my kids, by the way. Yeah. It includes my kids. Yeah. Like absolutely, my marriage relationship is higher than my, in priority than my kids. Um, that also we is the same. First. Yeah, exactly. So ain't no little munchkins gonna come and, and derail like, us. We made we made y'all <laughs> right. We made y'all don't run nothing. We love y'all, um, but y'all don't run nothing. But that also includes family. Mm -hmm. That includes your family of origin, people who you grew up with, the people who are. Uh, you know, even good friends, but definitely, and that's where things get sticky because, you know, loyalty, many times it's like, oh, but, you know, blood is thicker than water. And it's just like, well, covenant is thicker than blood. Covenant so, over everything. So yeah. that principle tells Can you say me, that again? I, that, that bears repeating. Covenant is thicker than blood. Yeah, yeah, it, it's thicker than blood. Mm -hmm. And so because of that priority, if a, if a family or familial relationship tries to take precedence over my marriage, or if a family member mistreats my wife, then we're not on the same playing field anymore, mm -hmm. you know? And so I put I put up boundaries and I've done that with family members and I've been ridiculed for it as well, you know? Called prideful and all that, you know, and, and mean and all, oh, you're not forgiving. But the thing about it is this, I'm here, first off, you show me your character when you mistreat the people that I love, but also too, you're also showing dishonor for the marriage relationship yes. and you're showing yourself to be an enemy of the covenant mm -hmm. that we have. And so like God says to guard that at all costs. Mm -hmm. And so that's a very, very important thing for me. So that's a big hedge. I think it's a very that's big, a huge that's, hedge. A, that's a big hedge that people don't think about because we never would think, you know, that those people that, that, that we grew up with and, you know, and our families, you know, would, would, would get in, in the way, but sometimes that happens and, yeah. and it's unfortunate when it happens, but when you do it, man, you forgive, you love, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you love those people and you leave them alone until, until God is, you know, until they let God change them, you know? And so I've done this. It's, it has saved my marriage a lot of problems, a, a lot, lot, of, a lot problems. of problems. It's controversial. It is, but I've, I've seen marriages crash and burn over this a lot where there's a situation and it's usually, I don't know why this is, but it's usually the husband's side of the family 
in every instance I've seen. Be tripping. Be tripping. <laughs> like, for no reason at all. It seems like when a man comes into the family, the wife's side of the family no is problem. usually just like, oh, brother, we love you. Welcome. Whenever a woman comes into the family, that other they they just be like, like I'm just like what is it I have I'm sure there's been studies done on this I'm so curious yeah. as to why this is because it is like tale as old as time like yeah. but anywho um what was I finna say oh so when this happens it's like so you got. Your husband, when I see, when I've seen it and when I've seen it kill a relationship, the husband, the wife is saying, hey, I'm not being respected here. I'm not, I'm not being honored or they're going around and like the husband's sisters or female family members are just like talking about the wife, throwing shade, you know, making judgments about the wife's parenting, um, just whatever, just being grouchy heifers for no reason. <laughs> and so, but instead of the husband being like, hey, y'all, y'all out of order. Like, I'm not tolerating that. That's no, don't. If you, if you don't like her, you don't like me. Instead of that, the husband will just be like, oh, babe, just ignore him and won't say anything. Won't check his Big family mistake. members. Big mistake. Huge Huge, huge mistake. Um, won't protect his wife. Won't honor her feelings because he's trying to honor his mother or trying to honor his sisters or aunties or whoever else. And he's thinking, well, I'm just going to stay out of it. I'm going to just stay out of it. Big mistake. Once again, um, big mistake. And so the wife then is building up strife and division between the husband and the wife because every situation I've seen this happening, the wife does not feel honored and respected. It's like, hey, you just leaving me to the wolves out here to fend for myself against your crazy people. <laughs> and... You know, this is not cool. Like, it never works out well. Um, it opens the door to, to, even to affairs. It does. Because if you start, if you if you start off where, where that's the division, okay? So that's mm -hmm. that's the crack that we're gonna go ahead and make, right? So yeah. you know, okay, he's not gonna deal with the family situation. He's gonna let his family members treat his wife in the old way, not rectify the situation. Then what happens is that. That opens the door to to uh, a wedge. That's what I'm trying to say. A wedge because and resentment then, is going to be built up there, right? And then so now all of a sudden she's feeling some sort of way about her husband. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, like so we don't like, went from there being like, a problem with the wife and the family members to now like, it's like you, I don't trust you. Not, yeah, you're not protecting me. So now we not forget about them. Now I got a problem with you. And that's and that's, that's that's what the enemy wants. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm so adamant about this. I'm like I, I don't play with this stuff because. I know that once there's a wedge here, mm -hmm. that's when all the bad stuff starts happening. Yeah. You know, and so for us, I mean, we get in our little argument sometime, you know what I mean? She leave the house sometime, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, but we, at the end of the day, we're, we come back to we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's us versus the problem. It's us, right, exactly. Not, Not us, us versus each other. As soon as this, 
like riding against Nakia, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of times family you know, drama does is it, it turns a husband and wife against each other. Yeah. Even if the people aren't trying to intentionally do it, the devil is trying to do it. Yeah. And the devil is very aware, you know, he's, he's very, very strategic about putting a hedge. So I'm always, um, I'm always leery of anything that can put a wedge between me and my wife. Like yeah. I'm super duper leery of that. And I'm very vigilant about addressing those things. Hmm. Absolutely. All right. I'm trying to think, is there anything that we haven't talked about? This is a really good topic. I'm hoping that we're really blessing some people out there because this is Victoria's Living Solutions podcast. And all this podcast is about is giving you solutions for victorious living. And I'm all about love. I'm just, I love love. I love <laughs> seeing people win in relationships and you know, love is worth fighting for. If you have someone that God has blessed you with and everything is going good right now, don't think that this podcast is not for you. Don't get so comfortable and relaxed and lackadaisical because everything is going well and hunky-dory. Like, yeah, but, you know, run run offense. Don't just be... Yeah. You can't just run defense. You got to run offense. You got to be thinking ahead to... You know, let me see where the devil going to try to slip in and yeah. throw up a hedge right there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hedges could even be recognizing when the seasons are changing in your marriage. Mm -hmm. So That's good. So for us, a big hedge was, okay, we got three kids. Yeah. Or, or we went a, from a one child to three. <laughs> so when, when three, <laughs> we had one son and then had twins. When three kids came along, all of a sudden... Now yeah. it became super hard for us to spend time with each other. Mm -hmm. And also too, I could see where my wife was getting overwhelmed mm -hmm. and that can be something where the enemy could creep in, you know what I mean? And because of the overwhelm and me not helping, you know what I mean? That could bring resentment. Like, you know, mm -hmm. well, I mean, you, you're just not even trying to help, you know what I mean? So I had to make some changes uh, because we, we don't live near uh, a lot of our close family. They're down South. So we had to, I had to make some changes in my schedule to ensure that I would be taking care of the kids during certain times of the day mm -hmm. so she could get like a breather. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, even that type of stuff is all designed to protect the marriage um, and make sure that it doesn't get hit. Absolutely. And he could only make those changes, you guys, if I communicated them. Communication healthy communication skills, that's a big hedge you can put up to protect your relationship. Because guess what? We're all grown here, but we're not mind readers. Yeah. We're not. So you're just thinking like, well, he should know. Common sense should tell him. He don't know, honey. No. Just open up your mouth and <laughs> we say, don't. We, just, you know, Yeah. just open up your mouth and be like, yo, I need some help. Yeah. Seriously. I, and, and if your wife or girlfriend tells you that they need some help with something, then help them. If you don't know, then that's one thing. But once they've told you, you are accountable for that information. You can't yeah, just do what you be can. like acting like she didn't say nothing. So right. <laughs> that's a, but that's a huge one. Parenting yeah. is a challenge. Like most couples, they have the period before they had kids and everything is all fine and hunky dory. But Two of the biggest situations that can really challenge a marriage are the presence of kids, especially when those kids get bigger mm -hmm. and they start being able, because kids can be just the most adorable little saboteurs. 
<laughs> they start playing. They start figuring out how they can play one mm. parent off of the other. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to go ask dad. Okay, he said no, nah, but I'm going to go ask mom. And she said, yeah. All this different stuff. Like, you got to be on guard. And and because the devil can use your kids to try to <laughs> tank your relationship. Now, our kids are all under the age of five right now. So the jury is still so out. So the jury Pray is still out. <laughs> but they're not going to be all little and cute and cuddly uh, forever. And so we are already putting up hedges and having these discussions about, you know, how we're going to handle them as they get older. So keeping those lines of communication open checking in with each other and not just assuming that everything is okay um, with parenting. Like we have monthly meetings about finance and stuff. You can have monthly meetings about kids. Okay, let's talk about the rundown of the kids. You know, what's going well, what's not going well. Talk about discipline strategies. Get in agreement. You yeah. know, that yeah. causes that causes yeah. conflict mm -hmm. when one parent is like, they just need a whooping. And the other parent is like, you're not going to spank my baby. Like, you have <laughs> to, I mean, we laughing, but yeah, no, that it's kind real. of stuff it's causes real. friction yeah. and conflict. You have to come into agreement about how kids are going to be handled. You can't launch off of, well, I'm going to do it this way. And he's like, well, I'm going to do it this way. That's not unity. Anytime there's a lack of harmony or unity on something, the devil's like, yeah, <laughs> rubbing his hands together like Birdman. Like, yeah. oh, they disagree. He's, he always, he's always trying to insert a wedge. Just be lurking. Always. Just lurking. Like, I mean, you can count on that. Just take that as a given. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm married. The devil's always trying to, 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 to put a wedge in. If it's mm -hmm. not one thing, it's another. So... The main thing, you know, I think, you know, at the, at the at the bottom of all of this is once again having a relationship with God where he can he can communicate with you about these things. And the Holy Spirit will many times put you know, give you a check or something like you need to check in on your wife or you need to ask he's done that to me times, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. where there's something going on, maybe I need to ask her about how she's feeling about something and it was a big deal and I didn't know it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So definitely Developing your relationship with God is really, really key because it, it, it it's, it's the main thing that helps us to be able to help each other. Absolutely. I think. So, and then for you to know what hedges to put up. Yeah. You know. Another good thing, and I'll make this our last point as we wrap it up, is to have accountability partners. Yes. Having accountability partners is so wonderful because somebody needs to, you need to have somebody in your life that has the ability to check you if yep. you get off course. Yep. More than one person. Yep. You know, like some friends, if they see you wilding or doing something goofy, to be able to pull you to the side and be like, mm-mm. <laughs> right, right, right. This ain't it. And if you don't have that people and you have all yes people around you, you're yeah. setting yourself up for failure if for life in general. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah, I got about but, six dudes that, yeah. uh, you know, yes, yeah, about six of them. That if if I tried to do something like walk out on her or whatever, they'd all just punch me. I mean, like they, they were, <laughs> two guys that would come across the country to punch me. So yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's really good to have that in your life. And man, get around all the people who are in who are who are in healthy relationships who are trying to do it. You know what I mean? It, it makes yeah. a big difference for sure. Yeah, have some, have spiritual leadership that you're submitted to, uh, spiritual advisors, close friends. You know, people who 
are, I mean, if whoever you spend a lot of time around, whoever's in your, remember MySpace when they used to have the top friends? Oh. Or even T-Mobile, they used to have like, who's uh -huh. in your five, your top five. So how you know that? how old we are. Ooh, we just know. dated ourselves hard like, with that one. Like them must, must be around 40. Top five, <laughs> I think I had a Blackberry Pearl when top five was out on T-Mobile, but whoever, <laughs> whoever's in your five, of the main people in your ear, if they are not spiritually sound, like they say, if you hang around five broke people, you're going to be the sixth. Like that stuff is real. Like if you constantly hanging around friends that every time you look around, they in some drama or they can't keep a man, they can't keep a, a woman. They run through people like water, but you are predominantly around these people all the time. I mean, the Bible says that evil company corrupts good manners. Don't be spiritually prideful and, and constantly surrounding yourself with people like that and thinking, you know, I can handle it. I can handle it. You know, it ain't going to rub off on me. I'm going to be a light. I'm going to be a light. <laughs> I'm going to be a light to my brothers when they go into the strip club. No, you ain't. You're going to be I'm going to hold up a light for them I'm so they can see real good. <laughs> You gonna be divorced, Goofy. You that's what you gonna be. You ain't gonna be on light. You gonna be single. You gonna be divorced. So we laughing, but you know, I hope you guys have been blessed and yes. we've given you some valuable tips. Please go check out the book Hedges by is it Jerry Jenkins? Yep, Jerry Jenkins. It's a very good book. He's good for the Left Behind series, but you don't want your marriage to be left behind. You don't want Man. your relationship to be left behind. <laughs> Put up some hedges. Go get the book. We'll put the information in the show notes for you. And please subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe, yes. subscribe, subscribe. And share it and let people know that it has blessed you. And also feel free to send us some messages. What would you like to see in season two? What topics would you like for us to discuss? Let us know in the comments, in the email, all that stuff. You can slide into our DMs for that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. But we've enjoyed this season and we hope that you have too. Thank you so much for tuning in and keep living victoriously. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.